basically you're going to get to the, I'll tell you, you'll get to the conclusion that they really understood their audience. <laughs> we were wrapping up a program and they raised their hand. They said, Jen, we all voted and you're not stopping these calls. We want to continue. <laughs> we would like to support. And I was like, thanks for letting me know. That's great to hear. Helps me get in the environment, right? Like, like the person I was like, is that, oh, is that, that is, is so is, freaking cool. Is that why you have that woman's wig in your on your desk? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, no, don't, don't share the secrets. Don't share the secrets. Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. You're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. Go to contentsprofit.com to get started today. And join the community. What's happening to my voice today, Ponzi? <laughs> What is happening? I don't know. It's like the third time he like breaks up a little bit. I, I'm I'm just emotional. Maybe, you know why? You know why? Happens because once you turn 32, you know maybe voice starts changing. Is it something like I'm that? I'm just gonna say this. I was gonna say a nice thing about you, and then you just like. <laughs> I, I, got, I guess you there. read my 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 yeah, post on I, Facebook. I was waiting ah. to say thank you live because I mean your your copy skills are good. And with that said, with that said, yes. What are we talking about today? Good, good. Okay, We're going to be talking about the role of high converting copy in content. And your high converting copy converted these older brothers' love into more love. Here we go. Hey, hey good job. There go. Okay, for, there go. for those that are, uh, what's you know, happening right yeah, now? Wondering what is this whole PDA, you know, public <laughs> display of affection between brothers in this podcast? Go to my profile and check the post that I wrote for my brother's birthday. It came a day late, mm. but it's okay. <laughs> it's always that. By the way, he forgot my birthday one year and never forget him. Anyway, Fuzzy, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. Yes. And today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros. Let's go. Yes. This podcast is possible thanks to Content Momentum. If you're looking to multipurpose your podcast or video content and turn it into profit, make sure you slide in the DMs at Biz Bros. Go on Facebook, on Instagram. Let's go. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform because we are literally everywhere. And every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these incredible entrepreneurs are dropping golden boulders for you to gain momentum in your business and your life let's go that go is do it right. now please that Thank is you. right yes. and if today's guest help you move one step forward towards your goal please don't forget to share this episode because you might be doing the same for somebody else and leave a five-star review Happy Friday, everyone. Today, we have a special surprise, a good friend from one of the masterminds that we're in, and she is ready to captivate you with your words. What's happening here, Fonzie? What's happening here? Your voice cracked again, <laughs> but that is right. Today's guest is not just an avid world traveler, but she is a top-notch conversion copywriter and email expert. If you believe Pretty words are the key to sell more, grow your business, and help people along the way. You, my friend, are in the right place. Absolutely. Just listen to this. Today's guest has helped her clients generate over 14 million smackaroonies. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to learn how she did it? Keep listening. That is right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely mind-blowing. I am so excited. Please welcome future Forbes email expert, founder of the Confident Copy Club, and... Season world traveler Jen Myers. Woo -woo. <laughs> 
Hey, everybody. Oh, look at those dance moves. Let's yep. go. Guys, if you're listening right now, make sure you go to Facebook, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, and check out Jen's dance moves because they are absolutely legit. Let's go. We can all learn from that. Jen, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today on this Friday fun night and uh, for bringing your, your knowledge into the Contents Profit Party. So, so excited for this conversation. Oh my gosh, my pleasure to be here. This is exciting. You guys are incredible energy. I love I love what you bring to the table. Yeah, it's not the Red Bull. Red Bull, please sponsor us. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> We've been driving for like three years at I this know, point. I know, it will happen. Consistency always pays off. Jen, I remember- It will happen. Ex- it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. Now, we, we might need, you know, maybe the whole reason for this is to elaborate a full-on copy that we can send to Red Bull. And they're going to be like- I love this copy. It converted us. You guys are sponsored now. Yeah. Uh, if Mappen can be uh, sponsored by Red Bull, so can you. Let's go. Let's mm. go. Yes. Um, all right, Jen, I remember one of the first conversations that we had. It was literally over a racing simulator that you have at your house. So first of all, the cool factor is like way up top, right? Uh, Katie, if you're listening to this, please let me have one. Um, <laughs> so, and, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she is so cool. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting that on you, Jen. Um, and then after that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like every time that we share like that call on Mondays in our mastermind, right, you were coming up with something that you were doing, something that you're preparing, which, by the way, we won't announce just yet. But this is so cool. So if you are listening, just stay to the end because you won't want to know. And then like the connection just happened and we started just started introducing us to people that are incredible for our business right which i like personally started learning from that and i'm i'm just gonna say i'm a little bit step closer to copy because when fancy was trying to convince me over copy i was like eh, i don't know i'm more of a video guy but now i'm like oh my gosh tell me more so for those who don't know you jen like how this whole thing started and and why are you doing what you're doing now yeah, uh, how I got started in copywriting. That's what you want, right? Yeah, give it, give us everything. <laughs> I was ugly crying on my parents' cold brick kitchen floor. Mm. That's how it all started. I um, So in a previous life, I was a personal trainer. I worked 80 hours a week, working with mm. lots of clients, doing one-on-one clients, boot camps. And I, of course, working 80 hours a week, put myself into the hospital and so I had a good friend who was like, oh my gosh, you love helping people. I've heard of this coaching thing. You should do this coaching thing. It could really help, you know, like help you help people without having to work 80 hours a week. And I jumped into it all the way and I loved it. And really quick, I got a bunch of clients. I was, and I didn't know that that wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. So like the first month I ended up in three months time, I had already made all of the money or all of the income I had made as a personal trainer the previous year, the prior. Wow. So I was like, I'm sold. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the magic coaching thing is, I'm in. Yeah. Um, and then because I was 24 years old, I had no idea how to actually manage money. Cause you know, you know how it is. Like when you're starting a business, you're like, I've got money. I'm putting it back in the business, back in the business, back in the business. But Mama Jen didn't actually make sure she could pay her rent one month. So she was just ugly crying on her parents' cold break kitchen floor going, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm a fraud. Mm -hmm. All these people think I'm like the successful person, but here I am 24 years old asking my parents to help me. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And um, because the truth was I had, while I was building my business pretty quickly, getting all these clients, I found that 
on the side, I was helping like my colleagues write their copy because it was fun for me. And at the time, I didn't know it was called copy. I just thought these words need to go in emails. These words need to go on landing pages. I didn't know there was a whole world called copywriting. I honestly didn't understand what the word marketing meant. I just knew I had to say stuff to get people to say yes. So um, in this community I was in, they were like, hey, Jen, I like you're getting lots of clients. So what would you say in my email for my to, for me to get my clients? Yeah. And I just started helping people and it was working for them. So when I found myself ugly crying on my parents' cold brick mm-hmm. kitchen floor, my dad uh, of all people was like the master coach in that moment. It was like, oh, thank you, dad. <laughs> and um, he just asked me three simple questions. He was like, hey, is there anyone you can reach out to and offer them something that they would find valuable. Mm. And I was like, yes, dad, who is not a business coach. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do have a community. He's like, and like, could you put something together and have them pay for it? Yeah, I could. And would you do that right now instead of crying on the floor? Yeah, I guess I could. That's probably more productive. Yeah, I'll go do that. So I went and I did that. And mm. overnight, I had copywriting clients. And I didn't wow. even know what a copywriter was. It was amazing. Gong, um, mo- gong mo- By the way, gong moment. This yeah. is a very gong moment. Thanks to, shout out to your dad. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Golden Boulder Fonzie, yeah. I hope you brought your helmets. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got my helmet under this hat, <laughs> let me tell you. If I, if I take the hat off, it just uh, yeah. poof. It, helmet it, it, he will send right me flying to the door. Um, <laughs> Jen, sorry, continue. Uh, that, I think that this is worth yeah. mentioning, right? Because sometimes as entrepreneurs, right, when we're so in it, right? And we've been in that situation, right? For us was before the show even was a thing, right? Uh, where we're so deep and we can't see past like this, right? Past like two inches and we're we're overwhelmed with the situation that's happening and that's going to happen, right? Yesterday we were on an interview and uh, we got asked a a similar question and we're like, assume that we're going to fail. Assume that these moments are going to happen. It it is going to happen because we're in sports, right? And in sports, like in soccer, for example, you miss a pass, you mess up the dribbling, like it's going to happen. Somehow in business, we didn't translate that. And I remember having a very, being in a very similar moment. And these three questions, I just wrote them down. And by the way, for those interested, go back to minute eight and write them down because this is going to get you out of that funk. I think it's like uh, like the slap in the face that Fonzie gave me before we started the show. This w- this is a, a, a more polite and better and more effective slap in the face. Uh, so thank you so much. Again. So I just want to rem- uh, like do the questions again. So do you have anyone that you could reach out to? Is there anyone you can reach out to who would like your support? Who would you like? Exactly. Could you put is something- there anything you can offer them? Oh, did you want me to repeat it? You, you can, yeah. Your your voice uh, is probably honestly, better than yeah. mine. <laughs> Jen, I think it sounds better coming from you. If yeah, I'm being so honest. number one, number one. Um, yeah, is there anyone you can reach out to uh, and offer your support? Is there anything you can offer them that they'd pay for? Mm. And are you open to doing that right now? Mm. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm about to go use this framework right now after we hang up. I'm going to start hitting everybody that I know. I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's like- it's like business coaching one on one oh one. Like you want to start as a business coach, just stick to those three questions and you're golden. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I think the the beauty of it is that it's simple, right? A lot of people yeah. when they start here it, it 
I, I read a book about funnels and I was like, oh, I need to build my whole entire funnel before I make an offer. And it is as simple as, let me just ask somebody, right? That I already know if they need help with this, that I do, and I know yeah. I can get results, right? So that is amazing. Yeah. So I'm curious, Jen, what happened after that? What happened after your dad came with that incredible advice? <laughs> yeah, um, so I, I did. I went and whipped up a very simple message. And uh, basically the message was, hey, I'm being really vulnerable because it felt really vulnerable to say I'm struggling because everyone saw me a certain way. Um, so it was my opportunity to ask in a really big way. So I, I shared with them my vulnerable moment and I said, in exchange for a donation, I'll write any marketing copy you need. Um, that was my, I didn't even know I could make a business of it. I was literally just like trying to pay bills. So I wasn't yeah. trying to like get anywhere beyond that month. Um, and overnight, yeah, 20, 20 people reached out saying, I'm in wow. everyone. People donated anywhere between 20 bucks and 2000 bucks. I mean, I ended up like not only paying for rent, covering my groceries, I made an extra $2,000 that month. And I was like, if I was looking for a sign, <laughs> that <was it." laughs> like that was, um, the big, yeah. Uh, you wow. said slap on the face. My family, we call it a boop on the head. It's like, boop, boop, wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hispanics are a little intense. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. What? I I I love this. I, I I mean just design the the people how they answer right now. I'm curious. Now you have 20 people, right? That you had to deliver yeah. for. What was yeah. that overwhelming cuz that'll be thought number yeah. one. I'm like, "Oh man, I need to do work for 20 people, right? <laughs> And they pay for it, yeah. so I better do it." Um yeah, what yeah. was that? What happened in there? Luckily, I was like running on pure excitement so a lot of the projects got done really quick because i was nice. just like oh my god i can't believe that worked um yeah. others others i'm still working with too today actually nice. i still have one client that we still work to work together really closely so that's pretty cool um I, I, none of the projects were scary or overwhelming except one and that was my mentor my mentor saw my post he has At the time, he had a, a million-dollar business. He now has a multi-multi-million-dollar business. But at the time, he had a million-dollar business. And he reached out to me saying, I saw your post. I'd love to have you come on board. And I was like, wow. Uh, now I freak out. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, that was my big cue to like, okay, I really need to up my game. I actually need to invest money in studying this craft. I actually need yeah. to know what it's called turns out it's called copywriting and i just studied everything 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 because that night was the night i learned that it doesn't matter the size of your list it doesn't matter how many people you have available to you to reach out to it's the power of your copy it's the power of your words if the message is right it doesn't matter how many people you're talking to you're going to attract someone that you can help and ultimately they'll end up helping you yeah so that was just incredible wow that is so cool that he provided that that opportunity for you and for those listening right now that might be asking themselves or that they might not be as familiar with you know copywriting I feel like at first it comes as, oh, it's just pretty words that are used to sell stuff, right? Mm. But how would you define it? How would you define copywriting for those people that have heard of it? Yeah. Maybe they're intimidated by it, but they know yeah. they need to learn this craft because honestly, is I'll say it's one of the foundations of good marketers. They know copywriting. Yeah. 
you know, it's like, uh, I, I will say this is almost like a topic, like uh, it could be a sensitive topic. Like, are you a Mac guy or a PC guy? Do you think cheerleading is a sport? Do you think copywriting is a thing? You know, like um, pretty words are a, like a slap in the face for a copywriter who understands what really goes through it. But I mean, sometimes the words are pretty, so I get that. Um, <laughs> but it really is like, if you can write an email or if you can write a sales page or website that converts clients, you can literally write your paycheck for life. And I didn't come up with that. I read that somewhere. I wish I could remember from whom right now. Uh, but it's, it's the absolute truth. I've never wanted for clients simply because I've just constantly focused on strengthening my copywriting. And, um, Every marketer will tell you, like, it's been my secret to building my business. No matter what system you use, whether you use PLF launch styles or online challenges or webinars or however you want to build your business or podcasts, there are words involved. Yeah. So when you know how to make those words work and compel Mm -hmm. and convert, I mean, you can, the way I say it is you can make your messaging sing the siren song of sales anytime you want. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, I feel like you've been wanting to say something for a while now, and I just keep like interrupting you. It's okay; it happens every episode. I forgive you. Um, so, I'm like, like I mentioned right before, uh, and I think like in the intro too, right? Like I've never, for me personally, that has been never something that I paid attention to. Like, I, and in the fact of I will consume, right? And I'm like, I will recognize like, oh man, that's awesome copy. Like, cause I purchased like my credit card is right there in front of the computer. Right. But it was, yeah. I never considered like, I need to build this skill versus Fonzie, yeah. right? Like we're very different in that sense. Like for me personally, it was more valuable. Put the camera in front of my face and start sharing these stories and figure out along the way. Is that part of the process? That's question number one. And second, like somebody that's starting out, because I, 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 not gonna lie, for me, it was very overwhelming, right? And that overwhelm stopped me from at least knowing the basics to be like, okay, this is the direction that I need to go at first, or this is what I need to look for in order to hire somebody to get there, right? I was very lucky that Fonzie took the reins on that, right? And and he he took off, right, on the micro content, the micro thing. We have an internal stuff that does it for our internal copy and part of like full disclosure, right? We had the conversation, you and I, to like, who should we bring that? But for me, the first three years, I was like, man, like this is overwhelming. I don't really wanna go there, right? But sometimes we do need to go there because we might not have the resources to invest in that. So what would you say yeah. to somebody that's in that position, right? Like, how do they, how should they approach this? Well, the first thing to uh, recognize is copy is like bread. Everyone eats bread, but not everybody takes the time to understand the wheat, mm. right? So we have all bought something because of the words we read. Yep. And so like, if you had one penny to your name and you wanted to really understand copy and there was no way that you could invest in something just for whatever reason, mm. um, the best thing you can do is read the stuff that makes you want to buy. Just study it and ask yourself, why does this work? Why did I feel an emotional pull? What were they saying? How were they connecting with me? How, what was it that made them understand me so well? Just get really curious about the copy that already attracts you. Um, that's really where I started. And in fact, my start in copywriting, which really just started in a love for writing in general. If you pick up any fiction book and you read the first line, 
if that first sentence in that book makes you want to read the second, it's hot copy. That sentence carries so much weight. It has to say, hey, these next 400 pages are worth it. And that's a big investment. So something I like to do when I'm already not writing or studying copywriting is just read fiction books because I love that first sentence. Does it already make me want to lean in? Does it make me ask more questions, right? Like the one of the most famous first lines is, I am, call, I am Ishmael, call me Ishmael, right? What? Why? Why should I? <laughs> Who are you to say that? And why are you telling me? And why is that important, right? Like it makes me want to keep yeah. learning more. Mm. Interesting. Ooh. So I mean- yeah, that was so good. I'm about to like go see. Well, I don't have fiction books in here, but I will like go go to Second and Charles and be like, "What's up? Let's go." <laughs> yeah, uh, I I do enjoy some some fiction books. I need to read more of that. And I actually that's one one advice that a lot of copywriters say. Right? It's like read fiction books. Right? It just gives you such a good idea to. I mean, there's a lot of storytelling too in, in copywriting. Right, the, sure. the, the stories help the emotional side of people, and we we mainly buy emotionally, and then we justify it rationally, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. So so yeah. so it's important that we know how to you know play with not play. That sounds very very bad. I was gonna say play with those emotions. <laughs> we we need to to learn how to you know talk in those terms i guess i I see that you want to say something about that jen you're you're not far off i I saw you catch yourself wanting to say i don't want to say we're playing with people's emotions but you can be playful with those emotions Mm. you can you yourself when you go to write like sometimes it's important to write without the pressure of it needing to go out into the world just so you can see what it's like to see how can i evoke a certain emotion let me take one sentence and write it again and again and again and see if by mixing it up and saying it in a different way it evokes a different emotion um and that's that's totally fine you can be playful in that way yeah, yeah. awesome i i love that. that 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 makes me feel better i really appreciate <laughs> it um and i sorry sorry real quick because I want to dig a little bit into that. I as- told you, he takes over. I can't, I can't <laughs> speak it's, it's fine. I want to <laughs> dig a little bit into that aspect that you're saying that you're, be curious, right? When you read this stuff, that it calls your attention, that it makes you take action. I feel most people yeah. don't do that, right? Especially everything is very fast paced. Yeah. We just want to go, go, go. But if we take the time, I think we can really dis- discover some of these secrets. So could you please repeat some of the questions that we might be, you know, we might have yeah. to ask yourself so we can discover what is the thing that is working. Yeah. When, when you find uh, a piece of copy, whether it's a sales page or an email or a website or an opt-in page, that really resonates with you where you find yourself leaning in. You can't mm. stop reading and you're like, I don't even need this, but I, I want to buy it. <laughs> yeah. um, you, I would take the time or set aside time because um, we all have time, right? Like if mm. it's on our phones, we have time. Um, yeah. Then just read through it and ask your, when you find a sentence that like, wow, that just, boom, that got it for me. Ask yourself, why is that? Mm. Why did I, why do I like that so much? What is it about this that's making me lean in? And, and basically you're going to get to the, I'll tell you, you'll get to the conclusion that they really understood their audience, that they Mm. really understood who they're talking to and that there's an authentic voice behind it. It's not just formulas and frameworks, but they've actually infused their own personality into it. So you feel like you're talking to a real person, even though it's words on a page. Yeah. Yeah. I, as you're explaining this process, right? 
uh, I'm going in my head with when we started with video, right? And uh, and it was a similar process, right? Just the reps was was alive, right? And I will say, and I remember that uh, Fonzie struggled a little bit more to find his own production framework when we did the first 45 Live, right? Yeah, he hashtag wa- perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I'm like, if... Exactly. Yeah. So, and I remember like, uh, I thought to myself, if I need to produce this every single day for 45 days, how can I put it in a way that is very simple for me? And uh, and for me, the answer was, I am going to think about something that happened today uh, or yesterday, and I'm going to tell that story and then I'm going to relate it somehow to my business. And what I found was every time it like the process of thinking of that story for the first three days was really challenging, right? Maybe like finding that copy. Right. But then it became a little bit easier. And then I started to recognize and I started to be a little bit more aware of those stories or where to find them and then how to twist it, to relate it to my business. And I remember sharing a story about my two dogs fighting against each other. And then we ended up talking about content and it made total sense. Right. And I thought that exercise was so powerful. Right. And as I tell, as I listen to you go through, okay, what would be like my framework to go over this is putting in the reps or finding those moments, right? In my case, where those stories, right? To find the relationship, right? And and never run out of content. But in this thing, it's the same thing. It's like, how do I find those lines? How do I find those sentences that pick my yeah. attention, right? That yeah. are gonna be like, okay, how, how can I later apply that into what I do and evoke those emotions? So there's a lot of similarities, right? And obviously content for us, video has been huge, but at the same time, copy and copywriting is so important, right? Without that, we cannot relate to many people, right? Everybody reads as well. So maybe some people don't have access to videos and at the same time, that can be the script of the video, right? So I think is a is a is a very key element that we need to sit down and really consider. Like how much of my time every single week am I gonna actually invest? It's not a question. Is if I'm gonna do it, it's like you are going to do it, and like how much time am I actually gonna gonna put in the reps? So I I I, I love it, Jen. Thank you. I, the real reason we brought you on is because I, I needed this coaching. So we're we're, stu- uh, we're students of the craft, Jen. Uh, we're yeah. students of the craft. Um, <laughs> you you talked about audience right like you conclude that they really know the audience yeah i'm curious on your process on how do you get to know your audience right because there's a lot a lot of people are you know do your market research go into groups see what they like uh you get their customer avatar sheets all that stuff right um i'm extremely curious on how do you do it how do you say "Mm, i know this person from their head to their toes and i can speak to them i can move their emotions and i can make them take an action yeah i have some pretty strong opinions about this so this is a great question yes first i walk into a situation knowing i will never always know the client fully and completely it helps me stay in the place of wanting to get to know them. Mm. This is why I hate, not hate is a strong word, but this is why if there's anything I were to say I hated in the world, it would be those damn avatar sheets. Yes, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, we are with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, golden baller, let's go, let's celebrate. Good, okay, yes. Now we can continue, thank you. Yeah, and there's two reasons why they are just, um, they can do good, but not when they're just slapped in front of you at a conference and said, fill them out because you need to. Yeah. Uh, one, why fill out a demographic sheet if, if they're not important? There are certain demographics for certain audiences that are just not important. Um, like not everyone, we don't need to know 
how many kids every audience has. We don't need to, that it's two and a half kids. We don't need to know that every where everyone lives at, for every audience. Like, if we are going to understand our audience, we also need to understand what demographics are important for our research. So that that's just my my um, one of my pet peeves. The other pet peeve is a lot of people hear like oh or they'll tell you oh I am my ideal client. I was my ideal client, you know, six years ago, six months ago. And so I know, I know my client. Mm. That is one of the most dangerous things you can say mm. is I know my client because how likely are you to actually go and do the research to get to know your client? If you're like, I already know them. Mm. You're not, you're not going to go and yeah. do the, the, the research. You're not going to do any interviews. You're not going to get to know your voice either. Cause you're like, Oh, me and my client are the same. So I will just I can just magically pump out an email and it's perfect. But that's not true. That's not how copywriting works. Copywriting is mostly research. And you were asking about my research process. So I actually cover three things when I go and do research. Mm. First, I want to understand the product mm. or offer mm. inside and out. If I have a client who doesn't give me access to whatever they want me to write copy on, I'm like, uh, yeah, thank yeah. you, but this won't work because I need to understand, right? Like if you're... If you're offering an ab roller, I want to try that ab roller, like whatever it is. Um, second, so product one, I want to research the product. Yeah. Second is I want to research the client. I'm going to go do some message mining online, whether that's through um, messaging boards or Amazon reviews or however I'm going to go do it. Um, also, client surveys you can send out to the email list and actual client interviews. <gasps> We can Beautiful. actually talk to the client. Yeah. Yes, man, and they <laughs> love it. They actually love providing their feedback. It's like everyone loves to talk about themselves and their opinions. So yeah. um, I find it great. And the third thing, so once you've done the product research and the client research, you actually need to research. Well, for me, I'm researching the person I'm writing for. I want to understand their voice, their values, their vision. What is it that they're bringing the to the table that makes them different because mm -hmm. right now there are so many different offers for the same thing, right? Like if yeah. you, how many people have podcasts, how many people have business podcasts, but there is one thing yeah. that absolutely no one can replicate and that's YouTube. So I would want to understand your voice. If I was writing copy for you, I want to know what makes, what makes Luis sound like Luis and Luis sound like Luis. And I want to make <laughs> I'm like Luis when I'm writing for Luis. Right? <laughs> yep. um, yeah. And of course we, we need to do that too. It's an introspective yeah. in a reflection moment. And um, well, for my clients, it's like their favorite part because they love the exploratory aspect of understanding their voice. But yeah. there are ways to understand how your voice is persuade naturally persuasive. Everyone is naturally persuasive. Yeah. So uh, knowing how to infuse that in your copy is important. So I those are the it. three Oh, this is Thank, so, yeah. This is so such valuable. a good process. I and I can Im even imagine, you know, must feel like therapeutic for people that third step yeah. when they are talking to yeah. you, you know, and they're yeah, must just feel you're sharing so much and opening up and sharing stories and everything, and you're like you're taking all that information in. Um, this actually reminds me of something that happened with or cousin. So. He's an actor, right? Mm -hmm. He just produced his, fir his first short film. Yeah. So congrats to him. And I remember he came to visit. And when he was leaving, he opened the door of his car and a cigarette fell on the ground. And I was like, I didn't know you smoke. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't smoke. But when I'm writing, 
I, I grab the cigarette and I put it in my ear or I pretend that I'm like smoking. And I was like, that is so cool. He's like, yeah, it just helps me get in the environment, right? Like, like the person. I was like, is that, oh, is that, that is so it, freaking cool. Is that why you have that woman's wig in your, on your back? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't share the secrets. Don't share the secrets. But yeah, so I love that, right? It's like you're getting in the shoes of the person you're writing for, right? And, you know, the listener right now, you might be saying, well, but I don't ask for, I don't write for other people. Yeah, but if you write for yourself, you need to understand yourself too, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of work that you got to do with yourself on, okay, well, what are my values? What are my stories? What are all these things that I want to share with the audience that I don't always know completely, so I need to be excited to go and keep knowing them on a consistent basis. There's a... um there's value in, well, as business owners, at, at some point we have to let go of our baby, what we consider our baby, which is our business. It is not a baby if you want it to grow into a toddler, if you want it to grow into a full-sized mm. adult, which I think everyone would love that in their business. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to stop you know, coddling it eventually. And that looks like sometimes separating ourselves from ourselves. So that we can reflect on it like, oh, how do I show up in the world? How do I communicate? What does make me different? I have um, for my, I have something called the Confident Copy Club. And our saying is, you're weird and I love it. Yeah. I say that you should know at least three things that make you weird that strengthen your writing. It's one of the tenets of great writing is knowing what makes your writing great. And everyone has at least three things that you consider weird, but actually makes your writing just like only you. Um, I have one client. She is Russian. And when we first started working together, she was like, just make sure you edit out an accent. I don't want it. I don't make sure I put the right pronouns and articles. I don't want it to sound like me. And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> no. Yeah. I love when I read an email from you, I can hear your voice, right? Yeah, like I can yeah. see your face because it sounds just like a Russian woman is reading to, <laughs> yeah. is reading to me. Yeah. Um, so there's all, everyone has something, what they consider weird. I, ju- I just had Sorry, yeah, I just had a ma- major epiphany. You know, we have this phrase is like, our accent is not very good looking. This makes perfect sense now. We can actually see our accent and it's, it's so valuable. So we're going to start saying our accent is very good looking. Uh, so go back to you, Jen. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that was it. That, that was it. Okay, that was, that's incredible. Okay, so I, I, I love this. I, 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 I know. I'm thinking, I'm like, what are my, my three weird things? Oh, I, I can say at least 10. Okay. Um, I remember doing an exercise. Um, it was a cha- It was a writing challenge, and it was, it was you sent it to me. This was way I, back in the apartment. I still have the, the emails to do it again. Okay. Yeah, we need to and do I, that. And I remember when I, when I sat down, I, I took my time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to time it for like an hour, right? That's, what, that's my thought process. I'm going to sit down, and the challenge was to, 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 to write something, right? Like, like get, get it out of your yeah, head. They will give you like prompts. And yeah, you a couple of write. prompts, right? And uh, I, it's posted on my LinkedIn and it's probably the one thing that I wrote that is there, like the only thing, right? But I remember when I sat down and, and without any pressure, I was like, okay, in an hour, I got to write. I didn't put any alarm. When I lifted my head, it was like two hours and all I did was like continue to write like without any stop. And that exercise for me at that moment 
helped me a lot. And I'm like, wow, I did not expect this to come out of my head and, and my hands, right? And I feel like a lot of people assume the worst before even trying. So I really want to encourage everybody. And I, and, and maybe like this is something that we have to do again, like because mm-hmm. obviously we're, we're on video, we're on camera most of the time, but so just to sit down and do it. And the second time I did it, it wasn't with the purpose of like, hey, I'm going to do a copywriting thing. I'm going to do this exercise. It was when my dog Siggy died. He was my first dog and he died uh, very suddenly like this year. It was, it was really- Like three months ago. Like three months ago. And it, it, was, it was really challenging for me personally because we didn't expect it. And I remember feeling yeah. a, a certain way and it was like heavy and like, man, what's going on? And I felt this urge of getting something out, right? So my way to getting something out was video. And at the time I'm like, I don't think like, I, this, is a, this, is, this is not a scar, this is a wound. I'm not ready to share this. And I remember yeah. I sat down in a coffee shop and just wrote something. And it came out with the emotion. I haven't read it since, but I remember like I put it on paper and that was it. It's like this emotion just drained. And I'm curious to go back and, and read it again. But something like that, w- would that help? Like, is this something that people do in the copywriting work? Because now I'm putting the pieces together, right? I feel a certain way. I'm going to put it on paper, right? It, it kind of encapsulates that. And then maybe I go back and I'm like, okay, this is, I wrote this when I was feeling this way. Can I revisit, yeah. see what happens? And maybe if I want to replicate that emotion, I can maybe replicate that way that I was communicating. Is that a thing? Or am I just like pulling it out of my butt? <laughs> so I don't know any other copywriter who um, teaches creative, using that specific creative writing tool to write copy. Mm. Um, except I do. I do know that I do. Oh my goodness. Because- <laughs> I, know, um, I knew that there was like some sort of synergy here. I, I knew it. Yes. yes. Well, well. So there's two different types of creativity. It's the creativity that has to get out. It's not that we uh, we need to say something. It's that we have to say something, right? Like yes. th- that feeling where it's like if it doesn't get out, something will, will happen even worse than this feeling. Like it has to get out. Um, or it could be gratitude that I just have to share it, whatever it is. Mm. Um, in that yeah. way... That's I. That's what everyone talks about when they say, I just wanted writing to be easy. I want it to flow. I want it to come naturally. What they're asking for is a very intense emotion that has to get out. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize it, but that's what they're asking for. So that's one way to write copy. And it's also mm-hmm. the way to write inconsistent copy. Because, oh my gosh, if every day was like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't really want that. You don't really want to be like yeah. a constant roller coaster just so that you can create something i mean that's all the great (laughs) artists right like they're the ones that end up you know going crazy because they constantly need their muse and that drives Mm. them crazy so yeah so that's one way and when it comes it comes like a freight train and you follow it you write down whatever comes in because you won't remember it 30 seconds later yeah the Mm. other way to be creative is to schedule creativity and it can be structured so if you what i've done is um when I first started out, basically all of my copy was that emotion, right? Like I had such a uh, such an intense way of starting my business. I told you that I like I rode that high for basically weeks going, oh my gosh, I can't believe this worked. And I was just writing all this copy. But once that faded away, I had to come up with a structure so that yeah. I could I could recreate the feeling in the copy without having to ugly cry on my parents' cold brick, brick, brick <laughs> kitchen floor every yeah. other week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there, there is a way to pull those emotional 
parts of the story and you will feel it. It just won't be as intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not waiting for it to happen. You're actually fabricating it in a really healthy, good way. Um, and then, of course, like you did with your podcast. So that's that's what I tell my clients. Like, tell a story. Can ask yourself, how does this relate to my reader? What is what lesson is there for them that can help them get outcome that I help them get? Whether that's uh, create awesome content or get in a better relationship or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then you have a call to action. It's literally story, connection, call to action. Um, you can do that with your writing too. That's awesome. And one other point, I have one other point. <laughs> for you, if you struggle with writing, but it's really easy for you to talk, why not talk about it and mm -hmm. have it dictated? And then you edit that. Yes, absolutely. I actually have a little app in my watch right here it's called draft and sometimes i tap it and i talk into it and it you know it transcribes it and then i'm like this is so cool and i have it on my phone and you can you know I, 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 I i'm not gonna you. lie i'm not gonna lie i should use it more <laughs> i cannot tell you how many times right so fancy is in charge of writing the intros of you know our guests right we collect this information there's no secret to to anybody and then you know fancy goes and and puts in practice his copywriting skills uh and then sometimes like when he's driving to the studio right i'm texting him, hey is it ready right because part of the process i gotta you know make sure that our cheat sheet is ready to go And he's like, yeah, I'm doing it in the car. I'm like, what? No. And what he's doing is actually driving and, and saying the whole thing in his watch, right? And then we, when we come yeah. here, we kind of fix it a little bit. So a little trick in there for, for everybody listening, you know? And I remember... Yeah. Um, I work better under pressure. And I remember... Yeah. Also, it makes you look really cool. Like you look like a spy or an FBI agent. Yeah. Let's right? go. Let's go. Yeah, like a Power Ranger, you know? Uh, like. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, th thank, you, thank you so much for, for sharing that because, uh, you know, that process of emotions i i identified it in in two two individual parts of our journey right first the, the facebook lives but not our facebook lives when we launched the third season of 45 live we had about 100 people in the challenge right showed out i think mm. like 30 like actually finished the, the all 45 days as in in the challenge and about 10 finished all 45 days like 10 people right shout out to those 10 people but i remember about day 10 Like everybody's on a high, right? We're, we're doing this. Like we're excited and including us, right? We were part of the challenge. And then I remember yeah. day 10, we had a call and it was like a, a Friday call, like a happy hour where everybody was sharing how we're feeling, what are we doing? Like the, the wins of the week, right? And uh, the, the comment there was, this is becoming a little bit of a challenge because we saw that initial excitement. We were like full of energy, full of adrenaline. We're sharing these stories and all of a sudden, right? Day 10 comes, day 15 comes and we're like, oh, so we call it the hump, right? 10 days to yeah. 15 days, the hump. And we like, and we were like, we went through this, right? And it's like, how, what is it that we can grab onto to continue execution, right? Because consistency is what's going to be rewarding you to finish this thing. And it's about the habit. It's about building the habit. So what can we do for us, right? We grabbed into, okay, let's go back and revisit our, our wins to be able to continue this. And I, now that you're explaining this, I'm going back to our show. Same thing happened, right? The first initial, like, uh, it was like 15, 20 episodes. We're on the high, we're producing it, right? It was us. And then we switched to interviews because we're like, we're running out of things to say. Like, what are we going to be doing? We're crashing, right? And we're like, okay, let's do interviews. And then all of a sudden that went back up, right? So 
I'm relating this to the roller coaster of emotions and try to avoiding it. So for us, the lesson was, okay, we found that having this conversation with other entrepreneurs is going to help us stay consistent and uh, find our craft when it comes to live shows and live streaming and so on. So when it comes to writing, you, you already share a couple of them, but how can we like, how can we stay consistent, right? Over time, continue to yeah. improve our, our, our skill. That's a great question. So when it comes to consistency, I think it, you you made um, you told about your story, which actually brings up a really good point. So at a, there's a certain point where it's just pure excitement. It's really fun. And you're like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then it's like you wake up one day and you're like, blah, mm -hmm. I don't want to do any of this. Or it's slow and steady and just like a little by little, you're just like a little later, a little later, and then all of a sudden you're not doing it. Um, and that. I think the important thing to note there is that's not an indicator that you should stop. It's an indicator that you should find a system that works for where you're at now, mm -hmm. because there are, we're always in a different season, depending on what, what we're building, where we're headed, what's going on in our world. And so um, those first 10 days, excitement is the way that mm -hmm. is the way. Um, but after that, there comes that settling not in a bad way, but just that settling of the energy where it's like, okay, now I want to make this lock in and be real. When I was a personal trainer, you know, a lot of people would start really excited about working mm -hmm. out at the gym. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Three days, three weeks, three months later, they stop coming. Yep. And it's not because they weren't able to make it work. It's that they thought they weren't able to make it work. It's that they weren't they weren't seeing that they could just course correct and get a new system in place that works for them where they're at now. Because our motivations change. Mm -hmm. When we like for the fitness, most people start working out to move away from something. Mm -hmm. They start working out to move away from being overweight, to, to move away from diabetes, to, to move, move away, away from, from a broken heart. Sometimes. You know? Exactly. <laughs> wow, you should write about that. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. But when that starts yeah. to shift inside of us, well, what's going to happen? The external is going to shift too. So that also means that we have to find a new way, a new reason to show up, a new why, a new mission, a new system to get us to want to show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to illustrate it with a quick example before Fonzie goes. Like, we had uh, Tony. A shout out, a huge shout out to Tony. And he was publishing his lives, right, on on his, on on one on one. Like, he was sharing value about the thing that he does, right? And day 10, the hump comes. And we're like, man, like, I haven't seen results. Like, the excitement is, is done. Like, what am I doing now? And I think this was the natural, like, now I wrote it down. Excitement settling new reason like the, the three steps like how do we find that new reason and it happened very naturally yep. because we asked some some questions similar to what your dad asked it was not as perfect but we're like how can we reframe this right we need to continue yeah. to publish but where is your closest opportunity so he was trying to sell a, a digital product uh like a digital add-on to websites one-on-one -on -one. and we're like who has your clients your cl agencies yeah. web agencies right What about you go and have a conversation with those guys and then on the back end, we continue the conversation and see where it leads, right? Because that agency yep. has potentially between 50, 100, 150 websites that your software works really well with them. And on top of yeah. that, agency gets a kickback, the client gets a tax kickback with your product, right? So everybody wins. And yeah. that, that was 
we got excited and we settled a little bit and then we found that new thing and immediately he was able to like re-excite and re-continue and do it and that he was one of the people that went all the way back to the final 45 days because he found that new thing so mm-hmm. with, with that in mind and thank you for like laying out that way because by the way he's, that's going to become the framework for 45 live again so it's going back and be like okay where is this it's okay, it's just a hump. What is that new reason? What is that new angle so I can stay consistent? And if we are aware of it, it's going to be easier to continue. So thank you, Jen. Appreciate it. Yes, uh, you almost want to expect the hump. Expect there to be a hump. And um, another thing that really helps is actual support. Like getting, you know, like in the gym world, when people start falling off, that's when we see them coming in for personal training or for joining a group fitness class because they're like, I'm not showing up anymore and I need to show up. So they invest in one-on-one personal training or join a group fitness class. In copywriting, it's very similar. People are coming to me, you know, whether they want, they either want me to write their copy for them, which there is a season in place for that. But then they also want that support where it's just like, I just need to know that I need to show up. Like I'm going to get, you or someone to look at my copy so i need to write it and then i'll keep moving forward that's what's going to motivate them it's like you have to find what is it that's really going to get you going yeah Yeah. Uh, it it reminds me of the minimal minimal viable content right uh there's this book called tiny habits from uh dr bj fogg and he talks he talks about minimal viable effort in in his book right we related it to to content but pretty much is, hey, like you cannot rely solely on motivation, right? When you wake up in the morning, you're super motivated to go on a run. And then if you don't do it in the morning, guess what? It's going to be very, very challenging at night to go and do the run, right? So I think it applies the same thing here. Sometimes we're extremely motivated, but we cannot just rely on that. We got to find the environment or the processes, simplify it, right? Remove the friction. You said here, uh, schedule creativity, right? Structure it. I know of a lot of copywriters are like, I'm just going to sit down 9 a.m. in the morning, no distractions, and I'm just going to write, right? Comedians like Seinfeld, he does that. Uh, yeah. great, great copywriters like Eugene Schwartz. He used to have a timer, uh, 33 minutes. I remember he yeah. puts the timer for 33 minutes and he's like, even if I just have to stare at the paper for 33 minutes, that's all I do. Like I'm <laughs> not sitting there. And after that timer is done, I stop it. Then I give myself a break. I recharge virus and then I come back another 33 minutes. Right. So I think that is a key part of it. That, that structure, right? Not just rely solely on on motivation um jen this is a question i've been like dying to ask you from the beginning if i'm being honest i i read in in part of the information that you share with us about the eight minute email method right Uh and and i'm curious because i think i think this could be very helpful for people that are like okay let's kickstart this this copywriting journey right like let me get the reps let me get the reps because i feel like sometimes the thought of having to sit there and stir at something, right? To have to either come up an idea or put thoughts into a piece of paper can be a little bit intimidating. I might stop people from doing it, right? Which I think that could be a whole topic of of its own. I've been reading a book about taking smart notes and that you don't really have to like stir at a white piece of paper, whatever. Uh, That was a a tangent right there. (laughs) But Jen, tell me a little bit about the, the eight minute email. So this is my take on Eugene Schwartz's 33-minute writing sessions. 
Um, in this day and age, 33 minutes is a lifetime uh, when we're used to getting everything in seconds. Mm. So what I found is most people will sit down for eight minutes and write something. And of course, I do bring in another element to make it even easier. But basically, it sounds just like it sounds or it is just like it sounds. It's you're writing for eight minutes. But what you do beforehand to set up the eight minutes is the important part. So if you don't have an email in front of you that you want to edit or um, an idea of what you want to write. That's okay. What you need to do is write at the top of the page, the goal for your email. And the goal is your call to action. Like I'm inviting people to my podcast. Mm. I'm inviting people to this webinar. I'm telling everyone enrollment opens for the confident copy club next week. Like whatever your call to action is, you write it at the top. That way, you know, like you're focused. The next thing you want to write is who it's for. Who are you Mm -hmm. writing to? Now you may think, oh, I already know who I'm writing to, but we've already had that discussion. You write it anyway. Even if you, you wrote it the last time, you write it again, because the more you remind yourself who your people are, it just gets you in the mindset. Mm. Um, And then what you want to do is I like to employ something that all athletes use. This is science backed. It's not um, just like, you know, guessing that it works, but it's visualization. The greatest athletes uh, use visualization to get to their end goal. So basically what we do is you close your eyes um, and you can can close your eyes right now if Mm. you'd like. Close your eyes and imagine yourself at a coffee shop sitting at one of those little cafe bistro tables where there's only two chairs. You're in one of them and you see your dream client walk in the door. The one dream client, like if they said yes, you wouldn't know whether to shout or, you know, throw up. You would just be like so elated. This is your dream client. They walk in the door and they go grab their coffee and you're just sitting on the edge of your seat, excited to see what they're up to and what everything's all about and just see what's going on for them. And they finally sit down and look, it's a cafe. So it's really noisy. There's, you know, the, the machines are going off. People are chattering. You can hear people on the laptops. You have to lean in with both elbows, both of you. So you're leaning into each other, having a conversation. And then you start your timer for eight minutes and you write that conversation. At the end of eight minutes, you walk away. Go do something else. Grab your grab yourself a new Red Bull or a cup of coffee <laughs> and come back with fresh eyes to edit. Right? We can't edit a blank page. Mm-hmm. Salman Rushdie said that. We can't edit a blank page, but you can edit something that's there. So the whole point of the eight-minute email method when you're first starting out is to just get words onto the paper so that you can edit. And then when you go into the editing process, that's right. Set your timer for eight minutes and repeat. Only edit for one type of edit. Grammatical edits. Go and read. Come back for eight minutes. Mm. Now edit for um, historical accuracy. Maybe you made mention of certain reports or studies or texts. Go make sure that those are accurate and link to them if you need to. The next round of edits, is this clear and direct? Am I really talking to the one reader? Next time you edit, you can look, okay, am I going off on a tangent anywhere that doesn't need to happen, right? There's all different ways to edit, yeah. but you just do it eight minutes at a time. Wow. But Jen, by this. the way, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we have an action point that we always recommend. I want to recommend people to do this. Like, go do this exercise. Go back. It's minute 50. And because you I do the exercise, I literally was able to visualize that entire scene, and I'm like, 
Who, who, who did you visualize in the coffee shop? Uh, Russell Branson. Uh, yeah, do me too. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you knew it. Well, also, we're going to Fun Hiking Live in like two days. So, I mean, it's fresh. It's fresh. It's right there. And uh, yep. yeah, by the way, fun fact, we ended up uh, being very close to Russell and Boise the other day. We ended up staying at the house next to him. And, you know, so one day we'll, we'll high five and play soccer. But anyways, but it was so it was so cool because, you know, I... It, this was like when we were playing soccer, that's the thing that we did, right? Like we're like, and that's, you, uh, I, I attribute a lot of what we did playing Europe, playing in Italy, playing in Spain, coming here to the States to visualization. And uh, as I was sitting here with my eyes closed, I'm like, why am I not doing this enough? Like I, I'm, I'm not doing this at all on the business. Like it did work. So I want to, I want to put that out there. And second, as you were walking us through that exercise, I literally, there's, there was a first line that came and I, and that's when I opened my eyes because I needed, well, first off, I needed to complete my notes, but it was like, yeah. but it worked. So I want to encourage everybody, take this and do it. Like sit down, listen to, to, to Jen walking you through from minute 50 and sit down and do it. Let us know, put it on social media, send mm -hmm. us a quick DM. Be like, oh my gosh, it worked. I wrote. So uh, we already, this will be like the, 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 the framework that's going to unlock the writing for, for the Luis's brothers. So <laughs> thank you. Now, Jen, I know that you have something super cool uh, cooking happening in there with uh, the, the Cool Kids Club. Tell us more about your club and what you're building with your community. Please, please. Yeah, I'm happy to share. So uh, I, I was told that you do a lot of like, just make them want next thing like you do a lot of like mm -hmm. seating is that right okay um, yeah, so I'm gonna do my best to do that here <clears throat> this all started back when I was four years old no just kidding uh, so uh, when I first got into copywriting and I was just soaking up everything I could I was at a conference and I was talking to this guy who it was interesting this was a very uh, spiritual oriented conference, lots of coaches and healers. And this one guy, he was dressed like to the nines in a three piece suit, greased back hair. Like he didn't look like he fit in, but something told me I was supposed to talk to him. Mm. And so I, I just went mm. up to him and I was chit chatting and he's kind of going on and on and on and on. And I'm like, wow, maybe I wasn't supposed to talk to him. He's just talking about himself a lot. He hasn't asked me a single question, uh, but something mm. said, no, you're really supposed to be here. And so I just really got present with him. And he said, now, if there's anything you remember from me, and I was like, oh, I think this is it. He said, someone once told me, don't be the solution in your industry, be the solution to your industry. And I sat back, or well, I stepped back and I was like, that's it. That's what I'm supposed to hear. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thanked him. I was like, it's so great meeting you. And I peaced out. And I just kind of sat with it. I was like, I know I'm supposed to do something with that. I don't know what it is. So I put it on the back burner. Fast forward three years later, and I've now really understood uh, the, the online business world. I've had the chance to work with hundreds of clients everywhere from people who are just starting out, brand new coaches, healers, business course creators, all the way up to multi-million uh, dollar business owners. And I, I see that there was a giant hole in the industry. And that was... You either had co great copy because you knew it, like you mm -hmm. learned it and you dedicated to it, or you paid top dollar for it. But there was no real other option. You mm -hmm. either had to pay a whole bunch of money or figure it out on your, well, invest in a bunch of programs to figure it out on your own. And um, at the point, at that time, I was doing a lot of uh, 
exclusive copywriting trainings for masterminds. Mm -hmm. These high-end masterminds that were anywhere between $20,000 and $75,000 just to be part of the mastermind. And then they would get copy calls with me. And I would hear consistently from every cohort that would come in, this is the most valuable part of the mastermind. This is the most valuable part of the mastermind. And I'm like, okay. And what what do I do with that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm happy to hear that. What do I do? Yeah. And a, a couple of months ago, it really clicked in for me. I had some clients tell me, like, <laughs> we were wrapping up a program, and they raised their hand. They said, Jen, we all voted, and you're not stopping these calls. We want to continue. <laughs> we would like to support. And I was like, thanks for letting me know. That's great to hear. Um, and I sat with it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is what uh, I – all of those pieces started to fall into place. And – And then from my personal training background, so if you think of a group fitness gym, right, there are different classes that you can attend at any time during the week. There's the spin classes for people who like cycling. There's the um, body pump classes for people who like lifting weights. There's the combat classes, Zumba classes, yoga classes, all different types of classes to help you get the workout that you want on your schedule. And I was like, what if we had something like that? Mm. But for copy, mm-hmm. what if people could come join a club, a gym, although it's not called a gym, uh, mm-hmm. could join a club and at any given time during the week, they could get the support on their copy that they need. And that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, that's that's it. The solution to my industry, not in my industry. Yep. Because the truth is, it's. You know, $10,000 projects isn't on in everyone's budget, but that's what yeah. a lot, that's what one single sales page costs for a lot, a lot of high end copy, copywriters. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't always in our budget. We know it's not always in yours. So I've put together what's called the Confident Copy Club, yes. and it is a grassroots met, um, uh, process. So um, we are growing into the big vision is that we have. 10 to 20 copy calls each week that you can come in and we have an email lab, a website lab, a sales page lab, Facebook labs. Um, And currently what we started with is just that that writing lab where you can bring any kind of copy you want. We have multiple labs per month right now, but we're growing into multiple labs per week. Um, And it is just like, you know, you, you guys have probably experienced it where you're like, oh my gosh, I've finally figured out what I really want to put out into the world. What I really know will help move the needle forward more than anything else for, for my people. This is it. And this is it for me. But, oh, don't, wait, wait. There we go. There we go. Please, please. Yes. Yes. Um, by the way, I add the micro copy like club in there because everybody that goes through that, uh, please send them back to us because we, <laughs> we need that. So, uh, yeah. yes, please. Uh, this is such a cool idea. Yeah, th- like, uh, can we can we apply that something like to us? It's content wise somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you absolutely can apply. Yes. So the confident content club. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, oh, I- no, no. So I, I, I love, I love the structure, right? And and uh, I, I personally also come from the fitness industry. Like I, I manage fitness studios, boutique fitness studios. And as you were explaining this, I was like, that makes sense. That makes sense. So much sense. A little bop, Bill Bop. Yeah, like your family. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> Full reference. But uh, I, I, I love it. So 
Where do they go? Wait, the- wait, 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 wait. I want to I wanna say something too. I love it, Jen. I love what you're building. <laughs> I think you're going to be like the the next peloton of copywriting. People are going to... Hey! People are like, hey, I, they, they're going to be like, I just don't want to have, you know, a strong body. I want to have a strong mind and a strong, you know, ability to to write high converting copy. So yeah, I think it's, it's great. I, I I absolutely love the idea, and I'm sure you're going to be extremely su- successful with it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay. Now yeah, you can, can go. I go? Okay, yeah, I, I needed to say my comment. Oh, uh, also, uh, oh, oh. I I love the fact that your name is like. Um, I know this has a name. I just don't know how it is, but it's the Confident Copy Club, right? That is like starts with the same letters. That is very yes. smart. It's so easy to remember. Yes. And when we write it, it's actually capital C, capital C, capital C, L-U-B, club. Ooh, I like it. I like so, it. Hashtag Gucci Gucci. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where can people go to go sign up? Yes, the uh, fastest and easiest way. So right now we are taking applications for people to join. Um, and So what you want to do is actually opt in for my email list. Just yes. join the list and shoot me an email and say, Jen, tell me more about this Confident Copy Club. So what you want to do is head to my website, which is jenmyers.com, J-E-N-N-M-A-Y-E-R-S.com and opt in for the freebie, which is seven ways to multiply sales in your emails. Um, I could talk on and on and on about that, but basically you're going to find out that there are seven main objections that people have when buying your thing and there are multiple ways to cover it depending on how that objection shows up for your audience and that freebie is going to give it for you so you can ramp up your sales in your emails if you want five and six figure sales so i would go download that once you once you pop into the list you can shoot me an email and say i would love to talk more about the club Mm, so good yes people go and do that Uh, right now that is www.jenjenmyers.com and you guys know what to do just subscribe to her email list and then tell her Jen, I heard you in Content is Profit, and I be and I want to be part of the club. But remember to, to write club with three C's, okay? Yeah. Also, very easy for you. Just scroll down and click the link. It's gonna be right there. That too. Uh, <laughs> yes, that too. Uh, last question, Jen. This has been a pleasure. Wow, so fun. Mm-hmm. Time flew by. I'm like looking at the, the... That was my alarm to go get Luca, by the way. It's like, you got to go get Luca. <laughs> so anyways, Luca, can't wait. Uh, because this is so good. Uh, Katie, you're not listening to this. Okay. Um, where will you be if you did not publish, right? For you, publishing is a little bit different than us, but you have been very consistent with it. Where will you be mm-hmm. if that never happened? If I never published an email or any kind of copy? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, the, the obvious answer is I wouldn't have a business since I'm the copywriter. But, um, I mean, the, the first thing I ever wrote was a letter to Santa Claus that my mom had to dictate because it, it was, I just, I had to get it out and it was a certain way I wanted it written to Santa Claus. And if I think that I never wrote that letter, I feel like I'd miss a part of my personal self-expression. I miss being able to share who I am with the world. And I can't think of a better reason to be here and to connect with other human beings. I Just not being able to publish would be yeah. make things great. Yeah. Would you be in the brick kitchen, you know, on the ground maybe still? 
Right. Oh my gosh. I would still be crying. Snotty tears running down my face for seven years straight. That would be terrible. Uh, terrifying. Yeah, I think you would be a little dehydrated yeah, at, yeah. at this point. Uh, but thank you for sharing, Jen. That was, a, that was a great question. I can really tell you are passionate about this. You're passionate about bringing this to other people's life. And, you know, I honestly have heard it from other people, right? That just the, the act of writing. Uh, regardless of it being copywriting, uh, you know, persuasive writing, however you want to do, just just writing, it helps. It helps, helps clarify your thoughts. Sometimes you just, yeah. like my brother, you need to write to get things out of your chest. And I think it's a practice that people need to do more. And personally, looking at myself, I'm like, man, I, at first I didn't enjoy it at school, but it, it was because I don't think they teach you with that passion right like they just teach you in an academic way that you're like oh i just have to do it because it's, it's work right instead yeah. of how yeah. can we teach people to ride so you know they 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 love it and they it becomes a part of them it just helps them yeah. be better at the end of the day Jenny, hallelujah yeah <laughs> anything else you want to add before we head out Oh man, uh, just massive gratitude for you two. Thank you so, so much for inviting me onto the show and letting me hang out with you guys for an hour and 10 minutes and 25 seconds. I mean, this is just been so much fun. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, this is this was so good. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I have two more things to two say. More, wow. Yeah. Okay. Number one is I just subscribed to your email list right now. So there we go. And number two, Jen, we might have to do a second episode all about your world travels because I had that question too from the very beginning, but I didn't see the quite the right moment to be like, oh, so tell me about your travels, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. in the middle of copywriting. And it's like, yeah, so tell me about your world travels. So we're going to have to talk about yeah, that one day. I 100% agree, and I'll leave you with a cliffhanger. Be sure to ask me about Mislov the Chef. Oh, okay. Mislov okay. the Chef. Yes. If you want to know about, was it Mislov the Mislof Chef? Mislov the Chef. Please let us know on social media so we can have her back. You're going to come back anyway, so like <laughs> it doesn't matter. But tell us anyways. All right. With that said, thank you so much for coming to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform and on social media at that is right and if jenny here help you level up your copywriting game please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five-star review see ya bye guys